0: Welcome to the Monday edition of Transformation Radio.
1: the crowd.
2: As we look into the New Testament, we begin reading a brand new book today. We begin reading the book of Philippians. Of course, we begin at chapter one, verse one, and we'll go through chapter twenty-six. Some mega themes in the book of Philippians include humility. Christ showed true humility when He laid aside His rights and privileges as God to become human. He poured out His life to pay the penalty we deserve. Laying aside self-interest is essential to all our relationships. The importance of this is the fact that we're to take Christ's attitude in serving others. We simply must renounce personal recognition and merit. When we give up our self-interest, we can serve with joy, love, and kindness. Another mega-theme that we'll find here in the book of Philippians is self-sacrifice. Christ suffered and died, so we might have eternal life, with courage and faithfulness Paul sacrificed himself for the ministry. He preached the gospel even while he was in chains in prison. Now, this is important to you and me because Christ gives us power to lay aside our personal needs and concerns. To utilize his power, we must imitate those leaders who show self-denying concern for others. We dare not be self-centered. And then uh, we'll also see and read about unity in every church and every generation there are divisive influences, issues, loyalties, conflicts, in the midst of hardships. It's easy to turn on one another. Paul encouraged the Philippians to agree with one another and stop complaining and work together. It's important for us because as believers we should not contend with one another but unite against a mutual enemy. When we're unified in love, Christ's strength is most abundant. Keep before you the ideals of teamwork, consideration of others, And unselfishness. And then we'll also read about Christian living. Here in the book of Philippians, Paul shows us how to live successful Christian lives. We can become mature by being so identified with Christ that his attitude of humility and self sacrifice becomes ours. Christ is both our source of power and our guide. This is important because developing our character begins with God's work in us. But growth also requires self discipline, obedience to God's word. And concentration on our part. Alright, this is going to be an exciting book to read. So let's begin our narrative today here in the New Testament. The 29th, the New Testament, Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the elders and deacons, may God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue His work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ, and because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives— they preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives, as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. But that doesn't matter, whether their motives are false or genuine. The message about Christ is being preached either way, so I rejoice, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that as you pray for me and the Spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will lead to my deliverance. For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. I'm torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me. But for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live. Knowing this, I am convinced that I will remain alive so I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. And now, a reading from the book of Psalms, Psalm 71, verses 1 through 24. The writer was old and saw his life as an example, a solemn sign, or testimony to others of all God had done for him. You know, remembering our lifetime of blessings will help us to see the consistency of God's grace throughout the years, so trust him for the future and share with others the benefits of following Him. Now, as we face the sunset years, we recognize that God has been our constant help in the past. As physical powers wane, we need God even more, and we realize He's still our constant help. We must never despair, but keep on expecting His help, no matter how severe our limitations. Hope in Him helps us to keep going, to keep serving Him, You know, a person is never too old to serve God, never too old to pray. Though age may stop us from certain physical activities, it need not stifle our desire or limit our opportunities to tell others, especially children, about all we have seen God do in our many years of life. Psalm 71, verses 1 through 24. O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me and rescue me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear and listen to me and set me free. Be my rock of safety where I can always hide. Give the order to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me from the power of the wicked, from the clutches of cruel oppressors. O Lord, you alone are my hope. I have trusted you, O Lord, from childhood." Yes, you have been with me from birth. From my mother's womb, you have cared for me. No wonder I am always praising you. My life is an example to many, because you have been my strength and protection. That is why I can never stop praising you. I declare your glory all day long. And now, in my old age, don't set me aside. Don't abandon me when my strength is failing. For my enemies are whispering against me. They are plotting together to kill me. They say, God has abandoned him. Let's go and get him, for no one will help him now. O God, don't stay away. My God, please hurry to help me. Bring disgrace and destruction on my accusers. Humiliate and shame those who want to harm me. But I will keep on hoping for your help. I will praise you more and more. I WILL TELL EVERYONE ABOUT YOUR RIGHTEOUSNESS. ALL DAY LONG I WILL proclaim YOUR SAVING POWER. THOUGH I AM NOT SKILLED WITH WORDS, I WILL PRAISE YOUR MIGHTY DEEDS, O SOVEREIGN LORD. I WILL TELL EVERYONE THAT YOU ALONE ARE JUST. O GOD, YOU'VE TAUGHT ME FROM MY EARLIEST CHILDHOOD, AND I CONSTANTLY TELL OTHERS ABOUT THE WONDERFUL THINGS YOU DO. NOW THAT I AM OLD AND GRAY, Do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things. Who can compare with you, O God? You have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth you will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then I will praise you with music on the harp, because you are faithful to your promises, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O holy one of Israel. I will shout for joy and sing your praises, for you have ransomed me. I will tell about your righteous deeds all day long, for everyone who tried to hurt me has been shamed and humiliated. Proverbs chapter 24 verses 9 and 10 The schemes of a fool are sinful. Everyone detests a mocker. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small.
3: Christ can change your past. He died on the cross So that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. touch devotion
2: Today's scripture reading begins in verse 1 of 2 Timothy chapter 4 I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom preach the word be ready in season and out of season reprove rebuke exhort with great patience and instruction For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires, and will turn away their ears from the truth, and will turn aside to myths.
4: In
3: his second letter to Timothy, Paul solemnly charges him to preach the word and to reprove and rebuke with great patience. A pastor could hardly have a more difficult assignment than this because few people respond well to correction. What a believer does when they're criticized is a good indication of the maturity of their faith. The Bible tells us that he who neglects discipline despises himself, while he who listens to reproof acquires understanding and will dwell among the wise. Every time criticism comes our way, we stand at a crossroads of possibilities for good or evil. We can either embrace correction and grow up, or reject it and start down the slippery slope described in 2 Timothy chapter 4. In this passage, Paul outlines the behavior of those who become tired of reproof. He says they will reject sound doctrine and instead embrace the teaching of those who tickle their ears. This means they'll hunt for churches or religious teachers who fail to apply the whole counsel of God. Then they will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Most people in this state probably couldn't trace how they went from truth to myths, but it may have started when they rejected some hard saying from the Bible or ignored good advice from a wise critic. We can't afford to turn away our ears not even from critics who we consider immature or harsh. Remember, if God spoke through Balaam's donkey, as we read in the 22nd chapter of Numbers, He can speak through anyone. Be mindful to keep your ears open to God's voice, regardless of the form it may take. you love it.
5: Like radiant diamonds Bursting inside us We cannot contain
1: Your love will Surely come find us Like blazing wildfire Singing your name
5: God of mercy, sweet love of mine, I have surrendered to your design, may this offering stretcher. lie currently in third phase at the refuge and I would just like to say that I went to the last encounter that we had had I like to encourage you guys to go it was a very good experience being with the first and second phase guys I also got to go to the Vinton County Discovery to be overseer for the weekend and all I can say is it's a very humbling experience seeing guys taking the first step coming in finding that courage want to change your lives and do the right thing it was very awesome if anything I'd encourage you guys to come to the next encounter. It's very good, the fellowship, and just seeing the change in the guys. It was an awesome weekend, and like I said, I just encourage you guys to come. Thank you.
4: Barbara Tokowski said, John, on Minute with Maxwell today, would you talk about servant? She's from Marina Valley, California. She's a networker. And Barbara, to me, when I think of servant, I think of a person who is mature. Uh, The definition of maturity means that you put the interest of others above yourselves. The definition of immaturity is you put yourself first. We know a lot of immature people. They are at the top of their agenda. But a servant is mature enough to understand, as I say in my book, Winning with People, that except for one trifling exception, the world is composed of others, billions of others. And there's always room for servanthood. There's always room for somebody to come alongside and not have a personal agenda, but to give, to care, to reach, to touch, to love, to add value. And Barbara, here's what I know about people that are servants. They're people that are loved by others and they're people that make a difference. So I think a lot of times the way up is not by going up, but by going down, serving others. It does make a difference in your life, and in theirs.
0: I come in simply For purity To worship you in spirit
6: taken by the waves I need the courage to walk on the water and be strong like Peter in the storm until I fall into your arms I want a face i no.
1: you from a distance, holding fast, I can't last, it's killing me cause I need you, it'll be okay, I breathe in, just knowing that you're listening, yeah I'm holding back the tears right now,
5: just tell me that I'm not
6: You never promised me that this would be easy I never knew that anything could be this hard I wanna trust that you know what you're doing But right now, I'm just falling apart It's hard to see it when I'm living in the moment But your love's still written on my heart I get lost when I feel the wind blowing I gotta cling to who you are
0: let you be who you are.
5: Lord, who you are in me. Jesus, I'm trying so That's going to do it for Monday's edition of Transformation Radio. Remember, tomorrow's Orientation Day here at the Refuge Ministries. If someone you know is struggling with addiction, homelessness, or hopelessness, join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Hyman House here in Grove City. It's 4555 Jackson Pike, also Route 104. For more information, you can visit our website at mensliveschange.org or you can call at 614-991-0131. Again, that number is 614 614- This is Zach Pruitt, and we'll see you next time on Transformation Radio.